This podcast is brought to you by the Village of Bedford Park, your home for business. Over 450 businesses strong and growing with a safe, reliable Lake Michigan water supply. Visit VOBPBiz.com and bring your business home to the Village of Bedford Park. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. And welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Noon Business Hour, presented by the Village of Bedford Park. America's largest movie theater chain, AMC, is on the comeback trail. The company is also announcing it will start accepting Bitcoin for online ticket purchases, and we'll cover that in our next segment. Right now, the Senate has passed a trillion-dollar bipartisan infrastructure bill, sending it to the House, and we're joined by David Jones, the chairman of DMJ Advisors out of Denver. He's also the author of the book, Understanding Central Banking. So first, David, your reaction to the news that the infrastructure bill has cleared the Senate? Well, I'm not surprised. It looked like uh, it was on its way to passage, um, and I'm very positive toward that action. We're talking roads, railways, public transportation, water systems, power grids, broadband. All these things are extremely good news for the economy, uh, whether you're talking about productivity or future solid growth. So, I'm in the positive column for the infrastructure bill. Anything that is not necessarily positive about either this or what might follow? What might follow is the problem. Um, I guess it's called, uh, in the Democrat size, at least complementary, that huge $3.5 trillion society spending bill uh, many would call it socialism uh, in the modern form. Um, uh, in the House, uh, there's apparently the argument that the infrastructure bill passed by the Senate will not be taken up by the House unless it's paired with this, uh, what I would call a $3.5 trillion boondoggle uh, of a bill. So, again, we're back to good news and bad news. David, your perspective on a couple of things. One is inflation, apparently wiping out a lot of America's pay raises, and small businesses losing a bit of their optimism because of these labor shortages. Your thought on those? Uh, Inflation is indeed a problem. The Fed says it's only transitory. They like to use that word. Um, No one knows for sure, though. It could stay around longer than people think. That's bad for everybody's pocketbook, as you note. Um, and uh, I would really be concerned with the possibility, at least, uh, that the Federal Reserve is going to have to react uh, to the realities of that inflation. And uh, therefore, I see a really big announcement coming up at the Fed's policy meeting uh, in September, September 21, 22. Uh, I think they'll announce that they'll start tapering back their buying of securities uh, maybe as soon as the fourth quarter of this year, certainly no later than early next year. And uh, next year we can see rate hikes as well. So I think the Fed is on the horizon. 
That's David Jones, the chairman of DMJ Advisors out of Denver. He's also author of the book, Understanding Central Banking. Thanks, David, as always, for joining us and giving us your perspective. Coming up, checking trends in the movie theater industry. Money Talks, as the WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Movie theater giant AMC had a better-than-expected quarter, and it's also announcing a new policy involving cryptocurrency. And let's get the latest on that from Paul Durger Let's try that again. Paul Durger Abedian, who is the senior media analyst for the box office tracking company Comscore out of Los Angeles. So, Paul, let's talk first about the fact that uh, it looks like it was uh, a better rebound for AMC coming out of the pandemic. Yeah, it's really interesting. And my name is really tough. I have a hard time with it. I, I got to tell you myself. Oh, um, and no, that's, that's you, fine. No, it, that, that's what makes it fun. <laughs> it gives so, a character, Paul. It does. It does. It's 13 letters and a good Armenian name. So, uh, but, but yeah, you're, you're right. It, it, it's interesting to look at AMC. I mean, definitely when you look at AMC, that's sort of how the whole industry is going that that that's a barometer right so if amc this huge movie theater chain had better than expected results that's good news for exhibition meaning the movie theaters now we've had this weekend the suicide squad open a little bit less than expected it did about 26 million this weekend a lot of people were thinking 30 million but it was available on hbo max uh, simultaneously and that does and can eat into that movie theater box office but this is definitely positive news. But of course, with uh, the Delta variant and consumer confidence, maybe, uh, you know, that that's a tough one right now because people are trying to decide, should they go out to a brick and mortar establishment? Should they stay home? And all that is in the mix with entertainment and how people are consuming it right now. Now, interestingly enough, uh, AMC is uh, not only doing better than expected, but they're Kind of taking an unusual form of payment, or maybe not so unusual these days. What's going on there with crypto? Yeah, I think, well, a lot of businesses are starting to do that. And the cryptocurrency boom is pretty interesting. I think it's a way where uh, investors, people who may not have invested in stocks or or any, really any kind of trading um, currency, are really interested in crypto. And it just shows it, it shows how prevalent this is and that it's accepted as a form of legitimate payment for goods and services and to be able to go to a movie and use crypto i think that's a kind of a novel and inspired idea so what does this say moving forward now in terms of not only amc but uh, the rest of the industry and maybe even just the entertainment industry in general that what we're seeing at amc well i think we have to to say this is a very unpredictable marketplace. There's been a lot of big pronouncements made about movie theaters and whether they're going away. They're not. They're, they're here to stay. And I think it's really based on the movies. If the movies are good and appealing, people want to go. But there is this overriding factor of, is it safe to go? And I think movie theaters have done a great job of keeping people safe, but it's really up to the individual how they feel about going out. But seeing a movie on the big screen, there's nothing like it. And we saw that with drive-ins when the pandemic first hit last year uh, in North America and around mid-March, we at Comscore saw the data for the drive-ins going way up because people wanted to go to the movies in that communal environment, albeit in their cars, 
to see a movie with other people on that big screen. So that appeal remains. And that's good news for the for the industry and for movie theaters and studios in particular. That's Paul DeGarabedian, who is the senior media analyst for the box office tracking company Comscore out of Los Angeles. Thanks, Paul. Up next, gauging whether investors are being too bullish. Your daily transaction for useful information. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. As some investors charge ahead, there is a chance they could get too far ahead of the herd. And joining us on the McGrath-Lexus business line is Mark Holbert, the investment columnist for the Wall Street Journal, Barron's and MarketWatch.com out of Washington. So what's going on with some investors? Are they, in fact, maybe uh, uh, getting too far ahead of themselves in terms of uh, buying? Or what's going on and why? Well, <laughs> I wish I knew the answers to all those questions. I will say that I do think that uh, a number of investors have gotten way too far ahead of themselves. And one way you can look at it is how hard you have to try to justify the prices of certain stocks that are high flying. You can use any of a number of models to try to measure how much the company may earn in coming years and any of a number of other assumptions about dividends and share buybacks. There are numerous models out there, but you can take any one of them and put in the most optimistic assumptions you can imagine and go out as many years into the future beyond which I think even our investment horizons would extend. And even upon doing all of that, you still can't even come close to justifying some of the prices that some of these stocks are trading at. So yes, there are some pockets of incredible frothiness out there in the market. Now, I'm told that if you take a look at junk bonds right now, that really kind of gives you a picture of where we might be in terms of how some investors are, are treating the market. What? How did? Yeah, that. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry to interrupt you there. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right about that. The the way that people look at uh, this kind of thing with regard to junk bonds is see how much more junk bonds require you to uh, to. Uh, in other words, how much interest they have to pay in order to lure you or me to invest in them. If we are not willing to take that risk, we're just going to put our money in a savings account or a, a treasury money market fund. And so usually junk bonds have to yield quite a bit more in order to lure us away from the safety of a money market fund. That average, if you go back 30, 40 years, is about five percentage points, which is substantial. Right now, it's well below that. It's a, a right over three percentage points difference. And that is one of the lowest spreads that uh, we've seen historically, which is to say that the average investor out there just doesn't see that risk in the market is anywhere near even as much as it is on average historically, much less over that. And that historically is usually a danger sign because usually when investors are that overconfident, the market doesn't accommodate them. That's Mark Holbert, the investment columnist for the Wall Street Journal, Barron's, and MarketWatch.com out of Washington. Thanks, Mark. It's great to have you. Still ahead on Travel Tuesday, it's time to look at potential fall and winter destinations. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Chicago's all-news station. News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Which is presented by the Village of Bedford Park. I'm Jim Goodis. These are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. New York's getting a new governor following the resignation of Andrew Cuomo. A special report from CBS News next. On Travel Tuesday, the time is now to plan fall and even winter vacations. A new wave of COVID cases is causing employers to push back the return of workers, and that spells trouble for businesses in downtown Chicago. Right now on Wall Street, the Dow's up 166 points, the S&P 500 ahead by 7, but the Nasdaq is down 62 points. It's 87 at O'Hare at 1231. CBS News special report. Governor Andrew Cuomo addressed New Yorkers initially saying this. It is politically motivated. I believe it is unfair and it is untruthful. He's talking about a state attorney general's investigation that found that he sexually harassed 11 women, including staffers. He then said he is stepping down as governor. He spoke about being a dad of three daughters. Your dad made mistakes and he apologized and he learned from it. And that's what life is all about. CBS News political analyst Larry Sabato. The resignation of a three-term New York governor who just a year ago was talked about as a potential presidential candidate substituting for Joe Biden or certainly a member of Biden's cabinet. And now in 14 days, he's going to be an ex-governor. Politics is crazy. CBS News special report. I'm Matt Piper. You can take WBBM anywhere you go by using the Odyssey app which now also has hundreds of new exclusive music stations. For music fans, by music fans, only on the Odyssey app. It's 1232. Making sense of your dollars, the WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Markets are mixed and we're joined by Susan Schmidt, the head of U.S. equities for Aviva Investors here in Chicago. So, 
Susan, your take on what's happening on Wall Street today. Hi, Jim. Well, Wall Street is really conflicted. We're seeing great tops in the markets, clearly the S&P, NASDAQ, Dow Jones, all at highs. And up year-to-date, S&P 18%. That's a very healthy number. But the market is concerned because we are seeing the future stimulus is rolling off. And at the same time, we have an increase in the number of coronavirus cases. That's causing some concern. While on the surface it looks great, there is a lot of underlying concern and tension over what components are going to work and how does the economy fare as we go into year end. What is the thought? What what are some of the aspects of this bill that maybe have some people concerned saying, okay, maybe is it just in general there are concerns on this or are there specific aspects of the infrastructure package that have some people concerned? The infrastructure package overall is a positive. What it does mean is that the government is going to be spending. That's good for industry. That's some of the things that are in those heavy industrial companies that need that bolster from government spend, that's clearly happening. And we see that as a positive overall for the market. Because remember, while stimulus is coming away, this infrastructure package means that the government is still spending, and that will help stimulate the economy. I think overall, it's seen as a positive. The components of it still have to be worked out. And remember that this is not a done deal yet. The market is always skeptical until the very last moment. We've cleared this in the Senate. There's still a lot of discussion that has to happen in the House. I think what we're seeing in the market, though, is more consternation and the back and forth. Energy is a great example. It was down aggressively yesterday. Today, it is one of the top performing sectors. And that is all a flippant opinion on whether the energy demands are going to grow or contract, depending on the prevalence of this Delta variant. We have these major big developments today that are influencing the market. Anything else going on that might be getting under the radar as a result? Don't overestimate the importance of earnings. We are still in earnings season. Markets are out looking at what managements are saying, and we're hearing from management teams talking about how their businesses are doing and what their outlook is for the rest of the year. We're not past that yet. In fact, we're still in the thick of it. So as these companies come out and we hear from management teams, we're going to be hearing a lot that talks about the sentiment that will influence the market going forward. Importantly is the consumer. Retail companies are usually among the last to report. I think the market is really waiting in anticipation of that. We're going to get inflation numbers and inflation indicators, that consumer price index coming out tomorrow. Compound that with the retail companies reporting later. Gear into that. Be prepared for volatility. The market is going to focus on those things and come back to worrying about price levels, inflation, and again, what the economy holds in the next couple of months. You know, circling back to the infrastructure bill for a moment, you mentioned that uh, there is uh, some reassurance that more money will be coming from Washington if this progresses. But How much concern is there out there that, especially as you mentioned with the rising number of cases, that this might not be enough and we might just need to have another one of these packages down the road, depending on how the pandemic transpires? Well, that's exactly right. And that is, I think, the concern. And there's no clear resolution to that. That is going to be something that is a cloud over the market causing some of this volatility as we go forward. The infrastructure package itself is great. It does mean the economy is going to have some support from government spend. But at the same time, the stimulus bills, the stimulus packages that were going direct to consumers, those are trailing off and those are coming to a close. So it is possible that we see in a dire circumstance, if things go really negative, the government is going to have to come back in and re 
restart those stimulus packages. That is not something the market is going to take positively. They're going to be happy that the government's taking action. But if we're at that point, the market's going to be very concerned about the future of the economy. And we're going to have seen a pullback. No one's predicting that yet. But remember that market constituents are always nervous, particularly in the summer. People get a little nervous that they're market volume isn't as high as it is. You can see some abrupt moves on very little volume. And that is going to be, I think, in the back of investors' minds. They want to see confidence from management teams and a slow, steady progression in the economy to continue. That's Susan Schmidt, the head of U.S. equities at Aviva Investors here in Chicago. Thanks, Susan. Appreciate your perspective. A deposit for your future. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. It's Travel Tuesday. Sponsored by DiscoverPeoria.com. And as students start heading back to class, it's also time to begin planning fall trips and even winter vacations. And joining us on the McGrath Lexus business line is Cindy Richards, the editor in chief of TravelingMom.com in Chicago. So, Cindy, if you're thinking about a fall or winter trip, what are some good tips to make it as great an experience as possible and uh, maybe save some money in the process? Well, it is a good time to save money in the travel biz. This time of the year is called the shoulder season. And that's the time the fall is called that. It's the time between when kids go to school, go back to school and the holiday uh, sort of travel season gears up. And it's a great time to get great deals and go to places where the crowds are down. Um, You know, I've been spending a lot of time this summer around Saugatuck, Michigan, and and I was there before Memorial Day when it was lovely and peaceful. And then I was there in uh, early July and, you know, you couldn't find a place to park and all the restaurants were busy. Um, So if you can go after Labor Day, it's just a lovely place to be. um, And you can, you know, you don't need a reservation for dinner. You can walk in, you can sit outside. It's still really lovely to be outside. Um, and enjoy the weather, and you can probably get a great deal, too. And I imagine you could save a little bit if maybe you travel on weekdays versus weekends? Absolutely, yeah. It's still, especially these near in uh, nearby destinations like Saugatuck, you know, people are still going there on the weekends uh, when the kids are off school and they're off work. Uh, but, you know, this is still pandemic travel. So it's all the same problems that we've been talking about for a year and a half, which is... Um, you know, you got to pack your patients because the hotels are understaffed, the restaurants are understaffed. So plan to wait a little and, uh, you know, plan to not get the same perhaps level of service that you're used to simply because they don't have the people to do it. And in addition, things are booking up because there, you know, there isn't as much stuff available because of staffing problems. So I'm still recommending people book early. If you think you want to go someplace, just make sure it's refundable, especially with this rise in the Delta variant. You might decide when it gets a little closer that maybe it's not a place you want to go because you checked the numbers and they're on the rise, especially if you're traveling with kids who are not yet vaccinated. And you're recommending keeping it close where it can be a driving vacation as opposed to flying. Why is that? Well, uh, you know, flying is is a little challenging these days. Um, Anybody who has flown or knows somebody who's flown, chances are their flights were delayed. Uh, They missed connections because of problems, you know, between the weather, uh, the wildfires, 
the uh, the storms and staffing problems, as well as the airlines um, and all of the routes that they discontinued during the pandemic, they haven't put all of those routes back on yet. So planes are crowded, airports are crowded, people are really crabby. I think it's a good time to just get in the car, stay close to home. I mean, just again, same kind of recommendations I've had throughout the pandemic. It gives you a lot more flexibility if you decide, you know, it's not a safe place to be and you want to come home early. You just get back in the car and drive home. That's for sure. Anything else? Any other ways so you don't end up being one of the crabby ones traveling? Well, I, you know, pack your patience. And, and remember that travel is never going to go perfectly. Go anyway. It's an experience that that is um, priceless and you're going to show your kids the world. So it's not a reason to stay home. Just plan ahead, be flexible, and make sure whatever you book is refundable. You can get much more tips to help you get a good fall or winter trip by checking out TravelingMom.com, where Cindy Richards is the editor-in-chief. Thanks, Cindy, as always. Join us at this time tomorrow for Personal Finance Wednesday, and still to come, why restaurants and other businesses in downtown Chicago are on edge. Conversation that's on the money. You're listening to the WBBM Noon Business Hour. There's plenty of retail space available downtown due to the pandemic and the new surge in COVID cases is threatening to slow the recent recovery for stores and restaurants. And joining us is Albie Galoon, the senior reporter from Crane Chicago Business. So what is going on with that combination of lots of retail space and unfortunately some stores and restaurants uh, seeing the recent surge resulting in maybe not as robust a recovery as they were expecting. Yeah, as recently as, um, you know, three or four weeks ago, things were looking up for retailers and restaurants and their landlords in the loop. But the rise of um, coronavirus cases has, um, you know, just raised questions about when people are going to be returning, when, you know, office professionals are going to be returning to their offices in downtown Chicago. And that's really the main driver of demand for uh, stores and restaurants in, in the loop. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of the proprietors and landlords were counting on that after Labor Day. And now, with uh, the Delta variant, uh, there's some questions about whether there is going to be much of a pickup in demand um, come September. And is there concern that eventually they expect the demand that they were expecting, it may be delayed, but it still might come? Or is there concern that maybe they won't even see the demand that they were expecting, even given a little extra time? Well, yeah, there are two things going on here. You know, one is the actual businesses that um, are leasing space in um, in the loop. And, you know, th- there's more of a short-term effect there um, with, you know, people not returning to the office as quickly. They're going to notice it. They're going to feel it. Um, or, or they're just not going to feel the recovery um, as maybe as quickly as they had hoped. Then there's the secondary effect on the real estate market, which is, you know, those are more long-term decisions that um, tenants are making. And I haven't heard that there's really any change in plans among restaurants and retailers. You know, if they had planned to open up a new restaurant or a store in the loop, you know, I think that at this point, 
you know, those plans are still um, in the works. It's, it just might be, you know, just might take a little bit longer for them to uh, to pull the trigger on a deal. But I haven't heard of anybody pulling out um, saying, you know, we're not going to expand at all in the loop, just given what's going on. All right, that's Albie Galoon, the senior reporter from Crane Chicago Business. Thanks, as always. You'll find past programs and later today a podcast of this hour at WBBMNewsRadio.com and the Odyssey app. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.